0: It's Johnny. Welcome to the next, x, next episode of the NASCAR series. Let's see. So next up, see. Oh my gosh, this is gonna be funny. Did Ricky Stenhouse Jr.'s hair help him win the Daytona 500 poll?
1: Uh, The Bush Clash was on Sunday, but then on Sunday as well, we had qualifying for the Daytona 500, which we saw Ricky Stenhouse get the poll, his first ever poll for the 500, Uh, and then we have Alex Bowman on the front row, three of three for the Showman, which uh, is pretty good. Uh, So what do we think about qualifying order? How do we feel about the front row? I personally have Stenhouse and Bowman on my lineup. Go ahead, Kim. What stands out to me is Stenhouse winning the poll with his first go at it with JTG. Yeah, talk about a redemption. I had to remember that they're a Chevy team, and this is the newer Chevy Camaro. We've only ever seen Ricky Stenhouse Jr. perform really well in a Ford Mm -hmm. on Super Speedways. So it excites me with what he's able to do with that team and in the Chevy Camaro and showing his talent because I think everybody's just like, oh, it's Ford Power, you know, whenever he would win or do well at Super Speedways. So I think he is a contender. Yeah. And I'm excited. Well, I mean... It was also Hendrick's one, two, three, four motors. Hendrick
2: horsepower has been dominant at Daytona on pole day for a while, but you have to think... He's been walking around with a spoiler on the back of his head, that mullet. He's just used to just getting around waiting. with that thing. I was waiting
1: for you to show up today He mullet. drives better with the mullet. He drives better
2: with the mullet. No, I do think, you know, I think he's got a fire lit under him. I mean, we've talked about it uh, to no end when he was in the Xfinity series and Jack sat him and he comes back and he wins a championship. So, you know he was put out at Roush he's mm-hmm. back with new life at JTG and and look the JTG cars have been nothing to scoff at at yeah. Daytona they've been pretty yeah. good Chris um done well mm-hmm. with but, that car um, i'm excited to see Ricky on the pole um, you know he's he's got a reputation at play tracks or super speedways of uh, of of being Ruffling the guy to feathers. avoid um but he's he's really good he's just aggressive and you have to be that way so it'll be interesting to see uh his strategy through the through the duels um mm-hmm. cuz he's guaranteed on the front row unless if he wrecks he a car wrecks um but you know a lot of those people were saying that the cars on the front row were really trimmed out so how will they handle once they get a couple laps on those tires in the 500, will it be a
1: handful? We saw so, that last year, though, with yeah. this package at Talladega and the summer Daytona. Like, do you trim your car out, or do you set it up for the long run? And we have to remember, it's a 500-mile race. So yeah. the front row, not that it doesn't mean anything. It's still uh, it's a great accolade, so and yeah. you're in the clash next year, and you we'll get practice. to start on the front row, but 500 miles is a long way.
0: Next up, now, car finish yeah. line. How to play the fly. Fi-
2: The 5,000-buck jackpot, wow. Hey, NASCAR fans, this is Jonathan Merriman, and your race day just got more exciting. NASCAR finish line is completely free to play and gives you the chance to win a $50,000 jackpot each race. For the first six questions, you'll be shown a group of six drivers. Pick which driver from the group you think will have the best finish in the race. Each correct pick is worth 50 points. For the final question, you pick who will win the race. Correctly predict the winner of the race, and you'll get 200 points. You can track your picks in the live tracking section. The leaderboard updates in real time, so you always know where you stand. If you get all seven questions correct and finish with a score of 500 points, you win or share the $50,000 jackpot. Didn't get a perfect score? No worries. We're giving out $1,500 worth of guaranteed prizes to the top finishers in each contest. Start your engines. And make
0: your picks now. Just watching that, that just make me want to download NASCAR Finish Line. Dude, I'm gonna be playing it and try to win those 50,000k. NASCAR Finish Line runs a new gaming experience. Hey, race fans. Whoa, we've already watched that. Geico restarts now. Jeff Byrne breaks down Bush.
3: everybody welcome to the geico restart zone we're going to break down the restarts in every race this past weekend the bush clash let's check these out this is overtime number one you can see denny hamlin has the advantage he's picked the outside lane chase Elliott doing a really good job of pushing but ryan blaney also doing a really good job of pushing eric amarola at this point i really don't know who has the advantage They're, they're both hooked up both done everything right right here you see the separation you see it's a real advantage right now to denny hamlin because he's getting a great push but again the back of the car is moving around denny hamlin was nervous he had a problem before the restart even happened he knows he has one now and then immediately drives in the corner right rear tire goes out and now everybody behind him has nowhere to go and look at the cars this is one of the many restarts we have problems with. Now let's go to the second overtime restart, and as we're looking right here, we've got really good opportunity to once again see who can help who from behind. That's so important. You see Austin Dillon's on the pole. He really doesn't have any help. He's on the bottom, doesn't really have any help from Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman's car is damaged too much to help him. Chase Elliott doing a really nice job of pushing, giving Larson a really good shove. Right now, I feel like it's a major advantage to that outside lane, because look at the gap behind the two cars on the bottom. Right now, though, the top two cars get separated. Kyle Larson did do a great job of dragging the brake, keeping those guys collected on the outside. That gives an advantage, a separation to the nine-car Chase Elliott. He jumps on the outside or tries to jump on the outside. Larson blocks. I think it's all settled up now, but right now, Chase Elliott makes a move to the bottom. Kyle Larson, a little bit of a block, and also the air being taken off of Kyle Larson's car, drives that to the bottom, gets into Chase Elliott, And now you see another wreck, one of many on restarts. That shows you how important restarts are. Now let's move forward to the last restart. And What's so fascinating to me about this one is look at the cards. I mean, as a driver, I don't even know what to do right here because I've never had a restart with this few cards and with so many damage. Kyle Larson, the back of the field, you see how much he laid back? He did that to try to get a run, try to get some positive momentum going forward. And it worked for him. You see what he's doing. That little bit of a gap with all those cars with damage, it gave him momentum. So, when, the, when these front two cars get together, you see right there, Ryan Newman with a great move, that slows that entire front row down. Now, Austin Dillon is slow in the middle. Great push from Larson. Just Eric Jones right now, great shape. Then Larson to the bottom. Look at Eric Jones, that side draft, that slowed the 42 down. And now, Eric Jones making a move on the outside. I thought it was game over. I thought Larson's race to win, but Larson got slow. Eric Jones taking advantage of it, but again, side by side, slows the cars down so much. Ryan Newman now has an advantage, but look at the damage on his car. That car is not as slick as it needs to be. That is not the car you want leading the pack outside gives teammates remember Denny Hamlin is a lap down he's pushing his teammate and this sounds crazy but the damage on the 20 car is actually an advantage to them at this point because that is slowing that car down makes it easier for the 11 to stay hooked up remember tandem drafting many years ago that's what this is they did a great job of staying hooked up but again That car being damaged of Eric Jones actually made it easier for him to stay hooked up. Now, again, you only have a few cars, and it worked out. If you had a full fill of cars, this probably wouldn't have been the same case. But Denny Hamlin, being a great teammate, doing what he needed to do to push Eric Jones to the win, great teamwork. So you can see how difficult it was to have restarts so many cars damaged, and so few cars on the racetrack. That's something the drivers just don't have experience dealing with. I think if they get themselves in this situation again, they would have learned, and they will all do it better. Thank you, guys, for joining the Geico Restart Zone.
0: Next up, P.S., I usually take the final minute um, to um just talk about uh, uh, the... Good shout outs. Today's driver of the day is Austin Hill, the truck series driver. I've run the number 16 in truck for the Gander Outdoors truck series. And also, our shout out of the day is to, to Jillian Campbell. Oh, my best friend ever, so I definitely have to give her a shout-out in this one. And, uh, so... So... Oh, I mean... And also, um... Make sure to watch the Day 2500 this weekend, February 16th. I'm having a party for it. Bet, you could. Bet some people that love NASCAR are having it, too, and... It's time for me to go in 5, 4, three, two, one, zero.